happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Atlanta Braves fans have a lot to be thankful for. And I'm going to talk about the 10 things that I am most thankful for as an Atlanta Braves fans. And I'm going to get some of your responses as well from Twitter and in the the chat section as we get ready for this Thanksgiving episode of Lockdown Braves. So uh, let's get into it. You are locked on Braves. Your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Locked On Braves, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, where we're covering your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOn underscore Brave. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast. Going to get to some of your Twitter feedback later in the episode. Also, if you're new and watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button and that notification bell to help support the show and the channel. And as always, thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of each and every day. We continue to post episodes daily throughout the offseason. Plenty of Braves con- content over here on Locked on Braves. It is Thanksgiving Eve as I'm recording this. A lot of you probably listening to this on Thanksgiving. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving holiday, time with family, and it's a time to reflect about what we're all thankful for. So what better time to talk about what we're thankful for as Atlanta Braves fans. I'm going to give you the 10 things that I'm most thankful for as an Atlanta Braves fan, and then I'm going to get to some of your comments in the final section as well. So hopefully you enjoy this. Hopefully uh, you feel the same way about some of these. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. And we're going to start with the uh, mushy and emotional one first, but it is very sincere. I'm most thankful for this podcast, this Lockdown Braves podcast. I'm thankful for our listeners, our dedicated listeners that we have. You know, we have been doing tremendous numbers all year long, and it's just really a credit to you, the listeners coming back, whether on the the audio version on the podcast or on YouTube. And what I'm really thankful for in all of this is this great community and this Braves country. It truly is a Braves country, and it really makes you proud to be an Atlanta Braves fan when you see just how big the fan base has become. It's so fun to be a Braves fan. And I really hope Twitter doesn't go away because I think Braves Twitter is one of the best, you know, team groups out there. Uh, They're aggressive, uh, good and bad ways. They vote very aggressively and support their team. And it's just a really fun place for, for interaction and, you know, when there's bad comments like uh, the one going around on Twitter today saying to trade Ron Acuna that he's a bum, you get to call those people out and it's fun and everybody jumps on them and uh, it's a good time. So this community is just really great. There's all types of fans, fans that have been Braves fans for, you know, 50, 60 years, Braves fans that are new coming up. It's just a really good mix. Some who you know, really know a lot about the game and those that don't know a lot but are trying to learn. And it's just 
it's a really great community that makes it so fun to be a Braves fan. It makes it so fun to do this podcast, especially since I've been doing these live episodes and being able to communicate with you live and in the comment section on YouTube and on Twitter as well. Uh, it's just this Braves community, I think, is one of the best in baseball. And look, I have covered a lot of teams. I've been a Braves fan my entire life, but I've covered different teams trying to bounce around to work my way into this type of position. I wrote, you know, wrote for Tomahawk Take for, for several years and enjoyed that. But now this is my sole focus. And I'm so just grateful for this opportunity, grateful for the listeners, and just grateful for Braves country. It truly is one of the best in all of baseball. Second thing I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for this era of greatness that we're in right now. Five consecutive division titles, one World Series already under their belt, and it seems like there is no slowing down for this uh, decade that we're on right now, really through the rest of the 20s here. I expect the Braves to continue to get back to the postseason and push for another World Series. Look, I was I was born in 88, so I came up, you know, right when the Braves were starting that run. And, you know, it just feels like that again. I'm not saying they'll win 14 divisions in a row. That's just so hard to do. But I do think they're going to continue to make the playoffs for the next, you know, seven, eight years. I think they'll continue to have an opportunity to win a World Series and get to the postseason. So we're in that another type of run like I think a lot of us experienced as, you know, through those 90s. And I'm just really thankful to be part of it and to really have, again, two what I think is going to be significantly long runs of contention in my lifetime through the 90s and now and through the you know late teens, 20s of the 2000s. Third, I'm thankful for Alex Anthopoulos. Since he's taken over for the Atlanta Braves as the GM, he has made some really good moves, some really smart moves to turn this franchise around, a franchise that was already being turned around by the last regime, they did a lot of good work as well in the rebuild. But Alex has kind of come in, you know, made the smart moves, hung on to prospects when he needed to, traded them as well. There, you could argue maybe there's some he hung on to a little bit too long, but you know, he didn't trade Acuna, he didn't trade Albies, he didn't trade Riley, you know, he didn't trade Max Freed. You know, he kept on, he kept those guys, and it's turned into a winner, a World Series champion, and. If you want to give anybody an MVP for the 2021 season, I think you could give it to Alex Anthopoulos. You lose your best player in Ronald Acuna Jr. You out at the trade deadline. And look, I think he would even have to admit that it, it turned out way better than he even expected when he traded for Peterson and, and Duvall and Rosario and Soler. I mean, you could not have predicted those guys going off the way they did, but he went out and, and took a shot and grabbed a bunch of guys, hoping one or two of them would hit. And thankfully for him, they all did. So Alex Anthopoulos has done a tremendous job as the Braves GM, locking up this young talent to create this window of contention through the rest of this decade. Number four, I'm thankful for Truist Park in the battery. And this was one, I was skepti skeptical of it when they made the move and made the decision to move from Turner Field. Obviously, their lease coming up, so they had to make some sort of decision. But I love Turner Field, and I'm really uh, emotionally attached to that stadium. A lot of great memories there. It's really where I came up to be a big fan of the Braves, going to games there all the time, you know, in college. And 
I, I miss, you know, I miss Turner Field. There's no doubt about that. I, I loved that stadium, but what they've created at Truist Park and in the battery, I mean, it is, especially for somebody who's an out-of-towner coming from Birmingham, when I go to a game now, it's a vacation. It's a, it's a weekend-long thing. You don't just go to the game and, and rush back. You go there and you stay and you enjoy the weekend, and it's really, you know, created this cool event around a Braves game, and that's obviously done wonders for the money for the team as well, which is, you know, talking about being a top five payroll, we'll see if they'll do that or not. But either way, they're spending money like we've never seen. And a lot of that is thanks to the decision to move out of downtown Atlanta, which was a controversial decision, and go to Truist Park, create that battery, create that atmosphere there. And it's been a wonderful thing for them and the team and the fans as well. And number five, I haven't mentioned any players yet, and I still won't at number five because I have – Ron Washington. I'm thankful for Ron Washington. I'm thankful for the fact that the Braves have been able to hang on to Ron Washington. I can't believe he hasn't gotten another head coaching job. And as much as I hate it for him, if that's what he wants, I'm so thankful that he is a coach for the Atlanta Braves because I think he's one of the best coaches in all of baseball in terms of teaching the game and passing on the knowledge that he has. And I'm just so thankful that he's a part of this Braves coaching staff. I, I just think he does a tremendous job, obviously, with the with the infielders and the drills that he does there, but just what he means in the clubhouse. And everybody loves Ron Washington and the leadership that I think he brings as well. I mean, he is just, you know, you couldn't ask for a better coach on your team. And, and the Braves have a lot of really good, you know, coaches and assistant coaches, you know, Wald Weiss and, Kevin Seitz or all those guys, really great coaches. But Ron Washington, I'm just so thankful that he's part of this Braves team and he's remained part of this Braves team. All right, next, I'm going to get into my next five things that I'm most thankful for and then get to your responses as well. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right at Simply Safe. Your safety is the only thing that matters. It's super customizable, not a situation where you have to purchase things you don't need in order to get certain things you want. The system integrates well into your home and is easy to self-install. No need to have a tech come out and schedule something or to have a bulky unit that damages or messes up your home's design. It's very useful for security and a peace of mind, but also for helping make sure everything is secure each and every day. It can move with you even after you install it. Just remove the elements and take them with you to wherever you go. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. So I gave you my top five reasons that I'm thankful to be a Braves fan. I'm going to get into my next five here. And like I said, I hadn't mentioned any players yet, um, but I am going to in these next couple. I'm thankful for Ronald Acuna Jr. And I'm just thankful for the joy and passion that he has for playing the game and reminding us all that it is a kid's game. And I get it. It rubs some people the wrong way. And look, I was once one of those fans, and it took me a while 
to kind of come around on it because it's not the game that I was used to playing coming up. But it's a different game, and I think we've gotten away from the fact that it is a, a kid's game. And he plays with just a joy and passion as somebody who loves the game. And anybody that loves the game of baseball, I love them and I love that because I love this game. And look, you can make the point that Ronald Acuna Jr. has made some mistakes and some childish mistakes. And I think he is still somewhat young, just 24 years old. And he'll, he still makes some of those mental mistakes. But you cannot deny that the kid loves the game. He's in Venezuela right now, which I think he went one for three with a walk tonight, because he loves the game of baseball. And I just I don't understand how you can be upset at somebody who truly loves the game. And look, last year, I just think mentally it was a real hurdle for him. A, a guy that is used to playing at just an insane level and an injury is obviously holding him back and continuing to trip him up. And I just think mentally it was a struggle. He didn't seem like he was having that type of joy that we're used to seeing. There were moments here and there, but he just never seemed like he was back to the point where he was having fun. And, you know, it's a game and a half in Venezuela, but just the video clips you're seeing, he is having fun again. And I hope we get back to seeing that Ronald Acuna Jr. in 2023, because if we do, like I've been saying all offseason, watch out. I think we're going to see just an amazing performance for him. So I'm thankful that the Braves have Ronald Acuna Jr. And I'm thankful they have him locked up for a long time at a really good rate. Number seven, I'm thankful for Spencer Strider's mustache. And um, while a little bit you know, facetious there, I am very happy for Spencer Strider. If you haven't been able to tell by my comments this offseason, and really last offseason as well, where I, I ranked him as my number two prospect in the Brave system behind Michael Harris because I am very high on the ceiling of Spencer Strider. And I think you know he can go even better. I think he can win a Cy Young with that mustache and, and those quads that he has and that 100-mile-per-hour fastball. I think he's that good, and I think he has that type of ceiling. So I'm thankful that the Braves took a chance on Spencer Strider in the fifth round of a five-round draft in 2020 out of Clemson, a guy coming off Tommy John surgery, and it has certainly paid off. And I am really excited about the future of Spencer Strider and thankful he's on the Braves. I'm thankful for Brian Snicker. Look, I haven't always loved Brian Snicker as a manager, as a X's and O's type guy. I haven't always agreed with the way he's managed the bullpen, specifically in the regular season. But look, I, I think he's – of the people that were available in the finalists, or I guess everybody was available, but out of the finalists, I think Brian Snicker should have won NL Manager of the Year in 2022. Not many managers – could have lost a leader like Freddie Freeman in the clubhouse, in the community, and the city, and everything that happened there. That was big, and I think I I probably understated it for you know a lot of reasons. One, I just didn't want to dwell on it too much, but that was a big loss for the Braves and that clubhouse and the city. Not many managers could have dealt with that, dealt with the clubhouse disaster that is Marcelo Zuna and then rally his team to come back from a 10-and-a-half-game deficit to a really good Mets team, win 101 games, and win the division. That speaks a lot 
to the manager in that clubhouse to rally the troops, to push through all of that noise coming off a World Series championship and win another division. So I'm very thankful that Brian Snicker is the one steering this ship. And this is another kind of funny one. I'm thankful for Blooper. And look, I'm probably like a lot of you. I was, I thought it was kind of a dumb mascot when they announced him, but he has become quite a legend. He is funny on Twitter. He's funny at games. I think Blooper's become a, a very positive part of the Braves system. I saw him uh, calling out our good friend Grant McCauley tonight on Twitter as well as he was going after some of those Twitter trolls. So I, I'm thankful for Blooper. I'm glad he's a fun mascot. My kids love him and enjoy him. I think he's become a positive part of Braves baseball. And then finally, the tenth thing I'm thank tenth thing I'm thankful for. I'm still thankful for that 2021 World Series. I know the Braves fell short in 2022 and recency bias being what it is, but I'm still thankful for that 2021 season and the Braves bringing home that World Series championship. I'm still living in the glory of taking home that crown in 2021 and reliving those big moments, still watching the Solaire home run at least once a week. I mean, that was a lot of fun. It doesn't happen very often, four times in franchise history. So you got to cherish it when it happens, and especially when it's still as recent as it is. Uh, it would have honestly left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth if you know the Phillies would have wanted somebody in the division. But since it was the Astros and American League team, somebody we're not really rivals with, it helps me appreciate it a little bit more more, and still enjoy that 2021 World Series. No, we beat the Astros. I mean, we'll get a, a revenge or we'll get a, a round three in 2023. I think that would be a lot of fun to watch. But I'm still thankful for that 2021 World Series. They don't come around too often. And again, it's just a couple years away. So still living that, wearing uh, my World Series championship t-shirt. So those are the 10 things I'm most thankful for. As an Atlanta Braves fan, again, let me know in the chat section if you haven't already. Let me know in the comments section down below on YouTube. I have some from Twitter that I'll get to here in a second, as well as a little bit of news from around the league. We'll talk about that next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including NBA, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So just a little bit of news from around the league and one that I think you know doesn't really involve the Braves, but I think it's a player that made some sense for the Braves. The Angels traded three pitchers for Hunter Renfro from the Brewers. Renfro in his last year of arbitration, expected to make around $11.2 million, which is unfortunately a little bit too pricey for the Brewers, which I feel bad uh, for all my Brewers fans and followers. I did Lockdown Brewers before this and a great fan base over there. And unfortunately, that ownership just doesn't spend money even though it's a good fan base and they had uh, some good attendance this year but either way they look to trade Renfro um, and again like I said I thought he was would have been a good fit for the Braves another kind of you know home run a uh, big power hitter played some solid left field got a really strong arm 
Um, but he does go to the Angels. You now do wonder, you know, again, I've talked to some people from the Brewers' side who said they don't really have any interest in trading Adamas, who has a couple of years of control, but would they reconsider? You know, there's already been talks about maybe now they're going to trade Colton Wong. So if they do continue down this path, does Willie Adamas become available? Does he become another option for the Braves? Certainly something to keep an eye on. That's really all the news right now, and I wouldn't expect much more until next week. I think things will really start to pick up after the Thanksgiving weekend leading into the winter meetings the following weekend. So I think we'll see a lot of big news happening starting next week. But getting back to what we're thankful for, celebrating this Thanksgiving caps on YouTube or on Twitter says, thankful we root for a team that takes care of their own signing Matzik and Soroka to deals. And that is a great point. And look, it helps that those guys are all making less than, than $3 million a year. But I, I do I do get your point. I think it's a very valid point that Braves could have very easily just non-tendered Matzik, you know, made him sit out a year and then perhaps, you know, try to sign him back in 2024 on a minor league deal as he works his way back from Tommy John. But they do the right thing. And a guy that helped them win a, a World Series, they sign him to a two-year deal and give him a chance to to come back as a Brave. Same thing for Soroka, who hasn't pitched really at all since 2020, where he just made three starts. And the Braves continue to pay him pretty good money in arbitration and hope for his return. So you would hope if Soroka does come back and, you know, he does get back to being a, you know, a very solid pitcher that maybe, you know, he would some of that trust and some of that uh, would come back to maybe a better deal down the road. Who knows? But either way, the Braves, you know, take care of their own and the guys, uh, you know, who become a part of this organization. So I think that's a good point there from Caps. E. Goldie says, I'm thankful I'm not a Mets fan. Uh, and says, seriously, uh, I think I'm thankful for one thing I'm thankful for is being a fan of a team full of classy, fun, engaging players and coaches. And I think that's a great point as well. You talked about Heredia, who now is gone, is going to play in South Korea. You know, there's just been personalities like that. Jock Peterson, who have come through, you know, the guys they have, obviously, Ozzy Albies, Freddie Freeman while he was here. You know, there's just been some really good personalities on this team. Um, Jesse Chavez, you know, another one in the bullpen, just guys like that, that they bring in who maybe don't have a ton of impact on the field, but off the field, you know, they're there for that, that humor and that engagement. And it's just really fun. And it makes it a really fun team to watch. Uh, Goldie says, I'm also thankful uh, for you, Jake, for providing such great content, answering a ton of my questions this year, looking forward to 2023. And Goldie always sends in a lot of good questions for the mailbag. So I appreciate uh, Goldie and his support of the podcast. Uh, Shafi, also another very uh, faithful follower of the podcast and sends in good questions for our mailbag, says uh, the success of winning two World Series and so many division titles is something to be thankful for. I'm thankful on how they represent themselves as having resilience and perseverance. They've had so many great players and, of course, for all the fans. And, yeah, like I said, for those who kind of grew up in the 90s and are now having this run, uh, you got to be thankful as a Braves fan for just the continued success that this franchise has had. And uh, yeah, you talked about the perseverance and resilience here, you know, really under Snicker, this has been a team that just never gives up. And it seems like they have a lot of those late comebacks in them. It was really strange at the beginning of 2022. They kind of weren't having those late game heroics we become accustomed to seeing, 
but then they did, you know, in the second half of the season. So great points there from Shafi as well. And turn my attention to the chat section. We probably will run a little uh, long on this one if you're listening on the podcast, but it's Thanksgiving Eve. My wife's already asleep, so let's keep the conversation rolling. Um, Joe Me, I think he's talking about Dansby here, says, no, thank you. Eight years is way too long. Uh, maybe worth 24 mil for the first half of that deal. Dansby at 37, I doubt is worth 23 million per. Uh, I think he's responding to a comment I got on Twitter. Somebody said, give Dansby eight years. He's not getting more than six, in my opinion, and I don't think he gets more than 25 million a year. I've talked about it. I really wouldn't feel comfortable going more than 18 a year, but I'd give him 20, 22 max if I needed to, to get a deal done. Um, Knox, the baseball kid says all good. How's it going? I uh, appreciate you joining live here tonight. Chase Huck says, I uh, hope you have a great Thanksgiving brother. Appreciate it. Chuck. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining. Uh, same to you, Knox. Have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, Shaft says, well, that well said, Jake, thanks for all you do. And thanks to all the awesome Braves fans. Again, Braves country best out there in my opinion. And I uh, just can't be more uh, grateful and thankful for the support I've gotten on this podcast. Jomi says, I'm thankful for the Braves for giving me, a Louisville, Kentucky native, a winning team to watch for the last 30 years. Growing up, it was the Braves and Cubs on TV here. So thanks, Ted, for Braves on TBS. Yeah, I was a TBS kid growing up. A lot of a lot of us were, uh, and that certainly were some great times and some great days. Um, let's see. Knox says, uh, or sorry, Chase says, I'm thankful for being a Braves fan. Been a Braves fan since I could walk and wouldn't want it any other way. I'm thankful that they did bring a championship home uh, the other year and more to come. Yeah, look, like I said, I think they're going to be able to contend for a championship for the next six, seven, eight years possibly with this core that they have. You know, they get one more World Series. I think, you know, you consider this a even better stretch run than what you had in the 90s where you're only able to get one World Series. Braves N01 says, Jorge Soler, thank you for game six of the World Series. Yeah. It never gets old watching that clip of Jorge Soler's home run. Thank you to Jorge for that moment. Um, uh, Knox says, who owns Turner Field now? I don't know who owns it. I think the city owned it because it, it was there as part of the Olympics when the Olympics came here in, in 1996. Uh, I believe Georgia State plays football games there now. Um, but somebody in the chat maybe correct correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, Hines says Tyler Flowers, Alex Jackson, Jeff Mathis, Kevin Smith, and Jonathan LaCroix have all caught for us in the last few years. For me, I'm thankful to have two all-star catchers and Darno and Contreras. Yeah. Look, I think the Braves have done a pretty good job at the catcher position when you go back to the Flowers Suzuki combo, then bringing on McCann and Darno. But yeah, there was a bad year in, in 2021 where Darno got hurt. Contreras wasn't really ready and we went through a bad string of catchers there so I am thankful to have those two guys going forward um Braves N01 says thankful for the Braves coaching staff best in the bigs I agree like I said I listed some of the coaches earlier I mean all of those guys could be head coaches somewhere else and have interviewed for other jobs and I'm just thankful that unfortunately for them they didn't get those and they've remained here with the Braves because I do agree I think it's one of the best coaching staffs in baseball if not the best Matt Mock says I completely agree with you on uh, Ronnie uh, Chase Huck says Ronald is still young and I think he's still got a lot of growing up but he's gonna mature into even more amazing athlete I've kind of been using the comparison lately to Bryce Harper look when Bryce Harper came up you know everybody kind of hated his, his antics and 
the way he played on the field. You know, sometimes he he hustled too much. Sometimes he didn't hustle enough. And, you know, there was just that maturing process. And I think now he's to a point where just everybody respects his game. And I think he's just matured as a player and he's even better now. You can kind of say the same with Manny Machado, but I think Harper's probably the better example. And I think as Acuna continues to to grow and learn the game and he does mature and, you know, he keeps that enthusiasm, same as Bryce Harper, who still has a ton of enthusiasm. I just think he's going to get even better as he gets older. Um, Nathaniel says, I'm thankful for Michael Harris and Spencer Strider. Uh, same here. Um, Hines says, not to mention, I think he's talking about Alex Anthopoulos here. Um, he's thankful for him for extending Olsen, Riley, Ozzy, uh, Michael Harris, Acuna, and Strider to team-friendly extensions. Yeah, Alex has done a wonderful job for this franchise. Nathaniel says, I'm thankful for Max Freed. Definitely agree with you before. Um, Garrett Clemens says, love the pod. Thankful to be a Braves fan. Uh, thanks for joining Garrett and comment and commenting. Uh, Kenneth says, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, Braves. Uh, yeah, thanks. happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Uh, Garrett Clement says, I love Dansby, uh, but dude's had one season where he's hit above league average, amazing glove, but nowhere even close to $25 million a year. That's insane for Dansby. I kind of agree, but I think that's what that's at least what we're being told the market is dictating. Those who know better than me are saying he's going to get something in the, the $22 to $25 million range. I personally think that's too high for Dansby, but that's just what the market calls for. So, again, it may happen, but I agree with you. The, the guy's had really one good year offensively. He's great defensively, but if that defensive goes and the offense doesn't continue and you're stuck paying a guy $25 million a year, I'm not saying that's going to happen with Dansby. I just think there's a lot of risk in paying him that much. Um Garrett also says, any news if Wash is going anywhere? I don't think so. I believe all the head coaching vacancies are filled. Um, so I believe he's going to be staying with the Braves. We know he's working with Vaughn Grissom right now as an insurance at shortstop. So certainly working hard for the Braves at the moment. That will do it for this Thanksgiving edition of Lockdown Braves. Thank you so much for joining me here late on a Wednesday night. Hope you all have a great and happy Thanksgiving. Be safe if you're traveling. Um, again, thank you for all the support on the podcast. Thanks for all the, the well wishes and uh, pray that you keep on coming back and joining the show and joining us here each and every night throughout the postseason. And we'll be joining you again after Thanksgiving. We'll be getting ready again. I think the hot stove is going to finally heat up after Thanksgiving leading in to the winter meetings. Again, Thank you all for joining. Thanks for making Locked On Braves your first listen of every day. Now go make your second listen, Locked On Sports Today, where they talk about the biggest stories of every day and instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. And you can catch them on Odyssey, the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts, just like this one. Again, thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked On underscore Braves. Follow me at shortstop ball make sure you rate review and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast and we will talk to you next time hey this is stacy gotsoulias dc lundberg ryan finkelstein taylor blake ward host of locked on yankees locked on mariners locked on mets locked on angels and you're listening to locked on braves locked on braves locked on braves part of the locked on podcast network 